0: look around oh you see someday soon cease to be don't you cry it's just a dream
1: I'm Jay Wesley Lindley hosting Hocha with Shiloh Brock Martin and today we have a special guest in with us Tristan Brown welcome what's happening how you doing this evening
0: fabulous you guys doing okay I'm sweating
1: It's hot you, you uh, guys coordinated obviously your outfits I was not aware
2: that's just how we dress
1: yeah we you both, need to video this new. yeah
2: it's the cool dad fashion
1: we will definitely take a photo after this yeah, cool, Indeed,
2: cool dads
1: cool dads
2: yeah
1: Duh. tristan let's start with your stamp on hocha town um why why you why are we talking with you today
0: that's a great question. I, I, I often uh, have, no. have pondered the same thing. No. Why would you want to talk to me? But uh, no, uh, tell, tell
1: us about your occupation in Hochtown. So,
0: so I'm a banker up here in McCurtain County. Um, we've got a branch. We started in Valiant and we went to Idabel. And now we're in Hochtown as well. So we do a whole lot of financing up here with cabins and businesses and um, just do everything we can to kind of serve this local community. Do you finance a... Vacation?
1: I just thought of this literally at this moment. I mean, somebody does a signature loan for, you know, a few thou to run a vacation up here? Would uh, that? Be?
0: It's going to take more than a few thou these days at Hostetown, That's right? right? Hey.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. So uh, the banking aspect, this is something we have not talked about in uh, hosting Hochtown, but it's important. Yeah. Um, I guess not as much in the tourism aspect of it.
2: Well, it's driving... What what the tourism can be? Very point. You know? Very good I mean, point. I mean, there's a banker for every cabin, for yes. every venue, for every everything to do with entertainment. Right. I mean, somebody's financing it, but I would go out to say very few people are bankrolling out of their pocket. Very good so, point. Yeah. So, you bet. Yeah. So so
0: I would agree with all that. You know, what you know, our goal as far as the Hochdown market goes is is we want to have bodies here because that drives economy i mean and so we you know we don't only service the the cabin purchase the cabin builds but we also are serving the the commercial deals the the whatever the entertainment stuff the whatever it is the the bowling alleys the axe throwing the all different aspects you know we like that we you know we also have cleaners that you know guess what they need vehicles yeah and guess what uh there's the, the management companies that, that not only are they, they, they having to hire all these people, but they need vehicles, they need supplies, they need all those different things. So, Maybe asphalt
2: equipment. I mean, a yeah. little, little bit of
0: everything.
1: Infrastructure. You don't you think about that, but you're right. And when it comes to the infrastructure, when it comes to the things that are going on behind the scenes, there is a bank or a banker that is behind just about every single one of those acquisitions sure yeah.
0: sure and the more people that come here the more money that you know comes in and so that's beneficial to the whole county right so what's
2: your relationship with with your bank specifically i'm the ceo of first state bank wow man I we didn't got re- a ceo on hosting host Feel special big time man. jeez i really just like to kind
0: of hide out in my little hidey hole and, and when he it, says little hidey <laughs> hole he has a
2: huge <laughs> office i would imagine do you have a putting green in your
0: office? Two. Oh, uh, psych. No, I'm in, I'm in an old, old <laughs> uh, that wasn't even supposed to be an office and it's very little. So broom, I love it. Broom closet? Broom closet.
2: Now, do you have one of those cool stories where you started out as the janitor? Uh,
0: no. Tell us about how you
1: started.
2: So um, my family was in banking.
0: Uh, my wife's family's in banking. And so it was just a natural fit. I Arranged in, marriage? Yeah, one of those yeah. deals. Um, so I... I uh, my first job out of college was a bank in Oklahoma, or I'm sorry, yeah, Oklahoma City, and then and then a second bank in Norman, and then I came down here to help out the bank here, um, and so it grew into I fell into the CEO role after
2: a time. So, do you have a? I guess your educational background is in in finance or some type of business administration or anything like that.
0: No, it's terrible. So I'm I'm actually a journalism major. Dude, he's trying to take our job. <laughs> yeah, PR. I was a PR. My mom it. likes to say, I've got a BA and BS.
2: <laughs> oh, I guarantee it. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. That's awesome.
1: Tell us about your bank. Tell us about the... Because uh, a lot of people listening to this uh, will know exactly who it is, but many people will not. So tell us uh, about the people behind the bank.
0: Sure. Yeah. So, so our bank was actually started in, I think it was 1904, but then, then it was recognized in 1911. Um, the current ownership bought it in 1964, and that's the Stouter family. Um, okay. They're a local family. We're locally owned, locally run. Um, uh, you know, two of two of the owners or three of the owners uh, live in Ida Bell area, so that's pretty neat. There's not very many locally owned small community banks anymore. Right. Um, so we, you know, 1964, the the current ownership took over. Um, we opened a branch in 2000. 15 in Idaville like I said earlier and then 2017 we, we came into the Hochtown market
1: all right so fresh and I mean fresh for the Hochatown history folks yeah for at 2017 <laughs> um, when it comes to getting a loan if I'm living let's say I'm li- let's say I live in Dallas Texas yep and I'm listening to this podcast because I've heard, I've seen a few about investing, about this, that, and the other, about cabins. Maybe I'm looking to sell what I own in Dallas, buy some property, buy a cabin, whatever, here in hotel. Or maybe I'm looking to build, it, do I contact you? What's What's the steps? I, I mean, I'm sure this is a very daunting task for some folks, but. Sure,
0: sure. And, and, the beauty of a, a small town community bank is that you get to deal with people. We live here. We raise our families here. It's what we do all day. Um, so we have a whole lot of Dallas folks that that we deal with. Um, uh, we love them. Um, we also like to do the local stuff. We we really try to focus on our our local people um, because we we really want to see our local area prosper. But so let's say you're Dallas folks, um, you contact you know us or any of the other local banks, and, and you just start the process. You start the conversation. This is my goals. This is what I want to do. Um, you know, I'm not familiar with the area or I am familiar with the area. I've been coming here since I was a kid. Um, I want to invest in, in these properties.
1: What is the benefit investing with you guys locally versus trying to get a um, a loan from their bank that, that they've already been uh, dealing with out of Dallas?
0: Sure. Sure. Good question. A lot of times what we hear is is Texas banks are uh, a little reluctant to lend in this market because they don't understand it. Makes sense. They don't understand it. You're going to go to Southeast Oklahoma and spend half a million dollars. Right. <laughs> on a cabin. In a place that's not even a, a real city or a right, town, yeah, I don't think so. And so we get a lot of those phone calls. Hey, my bank doesn't want to do it. Um, you know, they're big regional, big Bank of America, whatever it may be. But right, and so they call us, and they're they're going to talk to people, not a call center in India or whatever. And and, and so they're going to get the 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 hometown. Uh, you're going to talk to people. We don't have any voicemails at our bank. Uh, you're going to have to talk to a human every time you call us type deal wow a lot of our lenders you're going to get their cell phone number and they're going to have that phone on them 24 hours a day so a lot of our lenders really are really good folks that will answer and help however they can
2: so with with being local you're able to kind of see what what other banks would see as a high risk and you're able to kind of mm-hmm. rationalize that and see it as an, a good investment opportunity you know a good a good path forward and uh i guess take more of those risks as, sure. as far as being in southeast oklahoma and going half a million in on on a cabin sure
1: that's a great point um we t- we've talked about in many of the podcasts we've talked about h- how far in the future or like when will this bubble pop you know, how far in the future do you see the investment? Uh, obviously, the bank sees it a minimum of 15 years in the future as a good investment, or you guys wouldn't back those loans.
0: Sure. Well, we've got an investment just simply because we've got a bank here. I True. Mean, so, so we're believers in the in this Hochtown economy. You know, you always see on Facebook, oh, banks aren't loaning anymore, or whatever it may be. And and I listen to you guys' Diane Jordan podcast podcast. Um, and and diane's been instrumental in this area and, awesome. and so you know she'll see something on facebook and she'll call me hey i hear the banks aren't lending notes down diane that you know that's not true i know but i just <laughs> wanted to hear it from the horse's mouth i, I love it and so um back to that people yeah. thing
1: talking to people yeah, people yeah. talking to people
0: yeah absolutely and and we believe in this economy you know i don't know if a bubble is going to burst i don't know if it's going to plateau i don't know if it's going to shoot to the moon right who, who knows um, a year that,
1: ago, nobody would have said they w- it was going to shoot to the moon. No. And it did. Yeah. So we are, right.
2: <laughs> we are Bitcoin. We are Bitcoin. I thought we might be Dogecoin. Whew. Thank goodness. Not, we're not Doge. I'm so glad <laughs> not, we're not Dogecoin. Not today, Satan. Yeah. But no, it's, it's, uh,
0: I think it's a viable long term economy. Um, I, I don't know if it's going to, like I said, I don't know if it's going to burst. I don't know if it's going to plateau. I don't know if it's going to shoot to the moon, but, um, we're believers in in this economy. I think I think the this is the beginning.
1: Well, you're a business too, sure. So I th- I, th- I think it's com- I, I would be comfortable saying, okay, not only are you have you invested in this area, but if some if something popped up and you guys seen the writing on the wall, you would start backing out. Sure. I mean that's just the way it is. So sure. since you're still investing, since you're still um, backing people who are investing, sure. I say it's a go.
0: Sure. Well, it's a go. In every economy cycle that you, you have, you you may have a, a time where you kind of get a little bit more conservative. You may say, I need more cash cash down or more cash equity because prices are crazy. You may need a little bit um, more generous terms when, when things are getting thin. But also when things are good, they always tend to kind of pull back a little bit. And so like right now, we're seeing building costs more expensive than they ever have been. Like in the last six months, what are the lumber prices? What are that 40, 50, 60%. Right. And so you got to use common sense too, though. So are they always going to be that high? Right. And so you got to kind of, it's the bank always has to play the devil's advocate.
2: So it's safe to say right now is, is a time where you're saying, you know, right now you might need more money down. Sure, or something like sure. that. Sure. So, is it is it similar uh, for a, like a home loan? You know, most of the time, like for me going through going through a home loan, uh, it was it was basically the the bank will loan eighty percent of the appraised value. Sure. So is that so? Right now, in this economy, is that what going through a cabin loan would be like? Is it more stringent, less stringent? Has it ever been? less stringent, like talk, talk to us about some of those things.
0: Sure. So, so like right now, um, let's say you got applied, you, 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 you made application six months ago and you wanted $500,000 to build a cabin and sounds great. You know, you got approved. Well, month three in the process, Hey, lumber prices went up 50%. I'm going to need another $200,000, whatever it may be. Right that's when you have to have those tough conversations like well you need to put a little bit more money in and we'll put a little bit more money in and so you know the other day we saw a deal where where, where a builder says um you know eight months ago whatever it's going to be three hundred fifty thousand dollars to build this cabin and so they fiddle farted around for a little bit and then they finally got it done and then he went out and priced it oh it's five hundred thousand yeah. dollars to build this cabin. so so those things you may have to come up more cash um, if the if the bank's going to give you a little bit more money, guess what? You're gonna you're gonna have to pay a little bit more money down. And the common misconception that I hear a lot is, you know, well, my my loan to value is going to be whatever eighty percent. Well, the nerd FDIC stuff in me is like the it's it's actually eighty percent. Of the appraised value or the cost, whichever's less. And so that's the regulation that says, you know, you gotta whatever.
2: So either way, you're gonna cough up 20%. Your your down payment's gonna be 20%.
0: 15 to 20%, depending on the bank. So, okay. so we've been able to do for some time uh, 15% of cost or appraised value, whichever's less. Whichever's
2: less. See, and that and that's because, like you said, like misconceptions, you know, most people are thinking, well, if I say, say just easy numbers, if I can build a cabin for two hundred thousand, but it appraises for five hundred thousand,
0: I should be able to get eighty percent of the five hundred.
2: With and so with no money down, I'm I'm in the clear. I've got equity from day one.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's what happened in the two thousand seven two thousand eight mortgage crisis. Is is the appraisals got to be inflated and? Next thing yeah. you know, nobody had any cash down, and they didn't care. They just walk away. Here's the keys.
2: Yeah, and here, I mean, I, we wouldn't say that the, the appraisals are inflated. I mean, they're appraising for what? What, what I'm are seeing they? right
0: now is 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 purchase prices often exceed the appraised value. Wow. Um, so, do you
2: have any like statistics on on the percentage of of? you know, how much more percent wise that, that no. they're selling for.
0: Because every cabin, I know you guys have seen a bunch of cabins, but every cabin is so unique. Right. Yeah. yeah. They, they may have the coolest water slide off the third story balcony down to a creek and that's going to sell a lot more yeah, than the, the studio 800 square foot deal. But yeah. even those are selling for stupid prices right now. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah.
2: And so, so right now, you know, if, if you're wanting to build a $200,000 cabin, you you have you to. You can't. Have- <laughs> yeah, true. You, can, true. you can't.
1: You mean the efficiency? Yeah.
2: No uh, one bedroom. Uh, no. No bathroom. Right. Yeah, no, you're going to, I
0: mean, it's right now, you're going to have a hundred grand in the lot. Yeah. Mm. And so, Well, that,
2: that's kind of what I was going to ask is like, if you were going to, if you were going to build that and that was your, your price is 200,000, you got to have that equity somewhere, whether it's in cash down or if you were to already own the lot free and clear. Sure. Sure. Then, a,
0: a lot of our customers will come up here. Their builder can't get to it for eighteen months. The good ones, the the good ones are, they take yeah, some back time. Up, yeah, Chris um, Goodman, <laughs> and and so a lot of folks will just come up, buy their lot out of cash, and then sit on it until their builder can can go. Hmm. And so and that then can it's probably be,
2: got more equity than you know. It's, sure. In eighteen months here, I mean, like I've mentioned this on other podcasts, Tommy Julian's got a, bu- a billboard, an acre for forty two five. I want to go tomorrow get my. 42 By five, five acres
1: them, yeah <laughs> right exactly they're not existent yeah, Exactly.
0: they're tough right now all the new stuff is is expensive and 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 people but we say it's expensive Warmer curtain county folk you know
1: right good point a
0: a, a a couple from dallas who may have spent 300 grand on a quarter acre in dallas they come up here and 150 for acre and a quarter yeah right i'll write a check yeah and so that, that's neat to see um, that type of person.
2: That's a type of money. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. I won't no. say what type. But, but, but that's, that's a where top. the
0: investments are coming from. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, that's. Uh, I, I, I listened to the uh, the podcast you guys had with Dave, uh, the weird guy. And, um, you know, he said something like 80% of the cabin owners are from Texas. That's a crazy number, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fifty percent of my borrowers, as far as dollar volume, are, are from Texas Wow, wow. forty about, almost 40 percent are from Oklahoma. Um, I've got folks from Louisiana, Arkansas, Illinois just it's, it's getting kind of silly with all the people.
1: Do you know how many cabins the bank has financed in the past, or up in this area? I mean is there even a number somebody could like quantify with that
0: I would, or try I to? Know. I mean, yeah. we we go through a bunch of them. Right. Like right now, for instance, we've got about forty million dollars committed uh, to the Hochtown market. And wow! So, and, but we our business, the, our our main draw is is the construction loans are so risky, quote unquote, for the bigger banks, for the Texas banks, for the mortgage companies won't do a, a, a construction loan. So that's kind of our bread and butter. Gotcha. And so we do a pile of those, um, and then. And then after they get done with construction, they'll move them to the secondary market. So so we're, we're constantly churning loans.
1: So you mean you can't call up, oh, what, what's one of the big... T- Quicken loans. You can't yeah. call up a big time bank rocket and say I'm mortgage. about my, rocket mortgage yeah. Yeah. and I'm about to I'm about to you know invest in Ho Chi Town and they're like yeah we'll send you so much no.
0: money. No, exactly <laughs> where that's at. yeah no they they're not going to do construction loans and mortgage companies won't do construction loans and the other thing they figured out too is is that they have a real hard time financing LLC loans for any any period of time at, with a mortgage company so they're they're keep they're having to keep them local or to figure out their local bank if yeah. they're willing to do it.
1: Nice. When it comes to social media, people looking to contact you guys for the next, uh, you know, maybe they want to talk to you about their their home or their cabin loan, or you know maybe they're local, maybe they're out of town. How do they what's the best way to like and follow and con- contact you guys?
0: We're not super active on social media, just simply because we're small town bank. but we've got a website www.fsbvaliant.com. Uh, you can go on there, my cell phone number is 580 5914 And I always have it on me and I give it to all my customers because I think that's important to be able to talk to your bank. Even that's when awesome. you're in
2: Ho-Chi-Town, enjoying Ho-Chi-Town, enjoying the lake, enjoying all these... Uh, places you might have financed for, for good food or you bet. entertainment? You bet. No. You'll
0: answer your phone? We'll answer our phones. Wow. On and the zip line? On all what? Of our, on all of our business cards, we give our cell phone numbers so customers know that they can contact us. Wow.
1: We got we, I want to point out that we're hanging out in the, uh, the speakeasy Yeah. once again, uh, who is a uh, sponsor of Hosting Hochtown our our title sponsor to be exact title
2: sponsor which
1: means they are the OGs they're the original sponsors of hosting hochtown so when you're listening to this 10 years from now and we've already you know sold this for hundreds of millions of dollars yeah
2: joe rogan's the new host yeah
1: he done he yeah i'm then, on a
2: beach in these same shorts
1: yes then you'll know that hochtown uh, distilling company and mountain the fort uh, mountain fort brewery all are the OGs yeah when it comes to hosting out
2: And shout out to the whiskey. Oh. I mean, are you a, which
1: one? Uh, Spearpoint vodka is um I'm going to give a regrettable podcast a shout out. That's the a fan a fan you, favorite.
2: The Russian. No, they're Canadians. Canadian Russ- the Canadian Germans. Uh, ha! And their vodka.
1: Spearpoint vodka is outstanding. But I've been sipping on the um what was it? The, yeah. small what have you batch. Been
2: having? the small batch with nothing just on just on on, on, a, rock. Rock.
1: on a rock on a, on a rock a huge cubed rock if you haven't been to the uh speakeasy behind the what is it what is that uh the gift shop gift shop thank you yeah we're here
2: shop. in in down to ceiling uh, gift out. shop uh you walk through a bookshelf and you're yeah. in you're in a, a literal speakeasy bar uh i mean there are people they're, are finding it too yeah there there's there's bullet I holes Thought those were things were supposed to
0: be secret yeah I, right, it's, right it's a real deal we're I mean,
2: in the 20s the roaring 20s absolutely speak uh what were you sipping on tristan i had a little bit of the uh, small batch as well just nice. on a rock yep
1: on a rock what about you Y'art? i noticed you had some uh orange peels in yours yeah brother.
2: y'all are just tougher than me uh <laughs> i drink voss water shout out granny what's up <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I had an old fashioned. I love it. Yeah, it's, it's good, good old fashioned. I you know, I can I can get through one without too many hairs sprouting on my chest. Uh real smooth, just good. Uh shout out to Janelle, the speakeasy bartender. She makes yes. a, a great old fashioned. Um brought a friend of mine with me, Tyler. He had a he had a great uh glass of bourbon and then poured How's it. the
1: bourbon, Tyler? Was so he fair,
2: poured fair. some acid in it though.
1: Oh man.
2: Coca Cola. Why didn't you Coca-Cola. That's he funny. poured Coca Cola in the bourbon. Oh, okay.
1: So just I don't know. I don't, know about, don't know about that. You know what I'm saying? I
2: don't know about it. I don't it. know about
1: that. <laughs> He's he uh, you're vouching for him, so yeah, <laughs>
2: no. so so uh just back to loans for a second. Uh I need I'm, one I'm, no I don't need one I, I needed one <laughs> I needed one when I uh, when I got my spray foam rig shout out insulation solutions LLC uh, Tristan will loan you on the cabin I'll insulate it and Jay will get you hooked up with some great marketing uh, ah. on the social medias that's funny <laughs> so check us out we're actually all about to go in on an LLC together but uh, <laughs> when when you get these commercial loans so we kind of talked about like the equity you have to have to do some of these cabin loans like What's the, what are the kind of parallels to a commercial loan? Like if you were, you know, to go out and do so-and-so LLC and you wanted either operating cost or, or, uh, some type of equipment, whatever it is, what, what are loans, what, what's that like? So, so we've had quite a few
0: businesses that have either, we've helped them start up from scratch or improve what they've got going now. And, and, and really... Um, you need a solid business plan. You know, this is how much it's going to cost. Um, this is how much I expect to make. These are the different uh, revenues, streams that we're going to have. Um, and so um, we, we've, we've seen a lot of those be very successful over the last few years.
2: So So loans like that, you don't necessarily <laughs> always have to have – some of that equity, I mean, for, for me speaking as what I would call myself uh, a small business owner, I don't know if I have imposter syndrome, but it doesn't seem like that. I but, believe that's true. But I can, uh, I can attest that like you, you may have a business and really be making a lot of money but if you take all of that money and you invest back into your business you don't always have that cash on hand or that equity in your equipment you know if like every dime i make i'm putting it right back into my business to try to make it better you know new equipment new tools maybe spending money on marketing things like that so so is that i mean is that kind of how you you guys will look do you look into those finances look into sure. that and and kind sure. of evaluate that
0: yeah if, if you're an existing business we're gonna we're gonna look and see kind of what you've been doing we're gonna see what your cash flow is we're gonna see what uh you know your receivables are kind of look and see what uh how long you've been in business uh see what you already have see if it's wrapped up see all the other stuff you've got in your you know you own a home, you've been making payments on it for this long, or whatever it may be, you've had a truck this long, whatever. Um, and we'll do what we can to come in and support that. Um, you don't necessarily have to have cash equity. But uh, anytime there is equity to be had, the bank loves equity. Yeah, absolutely. Um, whether that's sweat equity, that's, a, that's one of our famous words at our bank, is sweat equity. Well, oh, homeboys, not, you know, Subbing it out He's doing it himself So yeah. he's saving money Because he's a hard worker So sweat equity Is a real thing in, in our world I can't speak to other banks But sweat equity Is a real deal for us nice. So it's
2: safe to say that, that your bank You know Appreciates Those hard workers knows to the grindstone You know You bet Yeah, that's our, awesome. our whole
0: deal You know There's only a, a few local banks now Here in McCurtain County uh, Us being one McCurtain County National Bank Being one Idabel National Being the other And that's it you know, because because right, one just sold out. That bank now is not local. You know, they're they're out of I believe Antlers and then Arvest, who's a twenty three billion dollar mega bank. Is Arvest that big? It's huge. So there's three local banks. Um, local banks is going to be your most um, flexible option if you aren't a traditional. I have you know a hundred thousand dollars and I'm going to start this business. Well. Your local bank is going to try to find a way. If they look at your business plan and say, this is a viable deal, we're going to do what we can to help you. I mean, our whole deal is is we want to see this area prosper. And And all these human beings that come from Texas, you hate to say it, but they represent a dollar sign anytime you come in. And if you can create jobs yeah. and you can prosper your local economy. Taxes even.
1: yeah. it. If you break it down to the bare minimum of taxes, it it is beneficial to all. I mean, to ju- everybody,
2: just like the McCurtain. Even if they grab, yeah. exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, exactly. We've seen the tourism tax explode. You know, talking with Dave, we, you know, hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars the first year, three million the last year. So yeah. sure, you know, just that sure. explosion. I mean, that's
0: and I think Diane corrected that to three point five up oh, to this wow. point. Yeah, so, I mean, and it's going to continue to increase. Yeah. Um, the more, because I mean. When you look at the banks. The banks are financing cabins to be built, to be built. So if you're it's a, if it's a purchase, that, that cabin's already renting and it's already bringing people. Well, the builds are going to be a new cabin, and it's going to bring more people. Yep. And, and, and so that continues to bring more people. That continues to bring dollars to restaurants, to axe throwing, to whatever it may be. Yep. We're going to need roads. We're going to need insulation. We're going to need builders. We're hey. going to need more management companies. We're going to need more cleaners. And so More media More media No I'm <laughs> Yeah sure nobody, got, nobody, My guy Nobody needs that <laughs> Yeah And so as it, More cleaners More this yeah, More that For real um, Our bank will need more staff To service those loans To service the deposits
1: And if you're not If you're not in a position To invest And do all of those things Somebody is Somebody is Somebody will Sure So you might as well jump And that's uh, The number one thing People when it comes to investments Like I wish I had done more I wish I invested more. So, yeah. if you're looking to invest in Hoachtown, maybe go all out because we talked what eighteen to twenty four percent is a pretty good number sure. when it comes to uh, return on investment. return. Yeah. And mean,
2: that's... my four hundred one k is not doing that exactly.
0: Sure. And you don't have any control over
2: it. Yeah. Right. Hey, let's let's talk investments.
0: Yeah, you bet. So sometimes we have folks that come up. Hey, this Hoachtown, we got to get in this Hoachtown deal. We got to get in this Hoachtown deal. Let's do it. And all right, let's do it. And so. Then they they get a little down the road. They make applications like, okay, uh, you know, you, you're wanting to build a whatever it is, six hundred thousand dollar cabin. We'll need fifteen percent of that up front. And they're like, wait, what? We can't do that. It's a bunch of money, right? And so, a lot of the times, it's like
2: ninety thousand, yeah. is it? Holy crap!
0: Yeah. And so they're like, oh, we can't do that. Y'all just need to loan us the money. It's like, do all these Dallas people do this? And it's like, yeah, it's. It's standard deal. I mean, there's there's going to be hard cash equity, and so it's a barrier to entry, is is that
2: initial investment, and, yeah. and that that really weeds out who who's able to do it. And, and let's just be honest. I mean, not a lot of people have fifty to a hundred thousand dollars laying around disposable like that. You know, right? We're, we're talking about buying a side by side a while ago. You know, thirty thousand dollars. You may have it, but do you want to essentially Spend it, yeah. Spend it, you know, because then you don't have it. Exactly. There. You know, that emergency fund that you may have had, you don't have anymore. So if you had to say, uh, you know, let, let's say a person had $50,000 of income that they're ready to invest. As as someone, you know, in the industry, seeing it every day, like you said, doing it every day, uh, w- what would be, you know, a route that, that you may uh, suggest or or something like that if
0: you have $50,000 your your most likely opportunity is to buy a lot or two because um, you'll 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 be able to have the equity um, in that lot It's a good investment the problem is you're going to keep making payments on that lot until you can either sell it or afford to put equity into building a cabin so it sounds like you need
1: to have a monthly payment ready mm-hmm. basically mm-hmm. because that 's not i mean uh, let 's be honest, yes, you could sell it the month la- a month later, sure, but you 're most likely not going to
0: well and right now it 's the, the scarcity here you, you, it 's hard to find a lot
1: I got you if what?
0: you can find a lot that 's existing that 's been on on the shelf for a long time, why has it been on the shelf for a long time good point it 's one of the non uh, desirables. But if you you know if you you catch one of the local developers, most of those are sold before they even develop it. Yeah.
1: Why? What makes something a non-desirable? Why does something sit out here? Uh, there's properties I've seen maybe because somebody is asking too much.
0: Not necessarily. They they might be asking too much, but it might be at a uh, at the end of a crappy road. It might sit on some kind of super steep slope that you can't build on it may be in the back of a hole that's just hard to access
1: but they're developing Carter Mountain what's what's too steep for them to build on no, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah absolutely no and Carter Mountain's been super successful right um, those guys have done well um, and they've sold a bunch of stuff that is super steep super steep <laughs> provides an opportunity but it scares some people True, you're gonna yeah. have more construction costs you're going to have steeper blocks you're gonna have foundation issues. But you could um, have views that. But you could have views right. that that you can look for miles and miles and miles. Views that sell. Yeah, exactly. You yeah, they
1: million dollar views as they call them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: If you're at the top of a hill or, or a creek, those are the desirables. Oh. So if you if you have a steep lot that looks into the back of another cabin, you it might Less not desirable. be as desirable. Okay. Sure. No, I think I think big picture, you got to understand that that Hochitown is is a great investment. Um, but any anybody that is going to come into this market hoping to invest, you got to be able to bring some cash. You got to be able to invest. You got to be able to cash flow those deals. Our bank, um, the way we look at cabins is when we underwrite them, when we decide if it's credit worthy or not. We decide uh, a long time ago before we started doing any cabins that we, if we're going to get into the cabin market. We're going to make sure that these folks, whoever it's going to be, whether they're local or, or Dallas or wherever they're from, they're going to have to be able to cash flow or be able to pay for this out of pocket if this thing never rents a day. And so that's our stance that's been since the beginning of our cabin financing quest. So,
1: And that's what, And you mentioned listening to a couple of the podcasts. That's one thing I think Dave and uh, another one mentioned. You're going to have to pay a couple of months. It, let's say you have a great year you still may have to pay a couple months out of pocket
0: sure and and right now these last couple of years have been you know I hate to say it but I love covid and no love financial mm-hmm. banner years they really have <laughs> cuz they come in like droves it's I mean, crazy you think about the 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 financial Crisis of 2008 or whatever it was Well guess what Hochtown blew up then mm-hmm. And then guess what COVID Really blew up yep. and, and so those staycation Deals are good they're great and they Cash flow everybody and everybody loves it and everybody gets Fat but what happens When they open up the airlines What happens when you can go fly to Colorado Again I, what's going to happen With your occupancy percent
2: Yeah.
1: I think it's going to I think staycations are here to stay and I did that Hope on so. purpose. I hate you. Um, question. <laughs> I've talked... Uh, you know, I work I work my uh, nine-to-fiver, as they say, over in Queen, Arkansas. A lot of folks in Dequeen capitalizing off the popularity of Hochtown. they sure. got a beautiful lake over there, too. Sure. Um, Dequeen, Arkansas. Arkansans looking to invest over here in Hochtown.
0: We have those guys. Okay. We, we, we have awesome. some Arkansas people. Really? Yeah. We have that's Arkansas. Already, that's yeah. already a thing. Cool. Louis, Good. Louisiana... Um, I think we've got Illinois, Tennessee.
1: Really? Yeah. How many, oh, that's a question. How many states do you, have you totaled into for this, for this area? Do you know right off the top of your head, kind of, give or yeah. take?
0: Off the top of my head, we've got Texas, Oklahoma, Louisiana, Arkansas, Louisiana, Arkansas. Illinois, Tennessee, um, we've had multiple applications from other com- uh, other uh, states, but we wow. yet to. I wonder how
2: they're how they're. I mean, are they transplants? Like they may have been from here, now living there. Are they hearing about it from family? Right. You know, their brother's uncle came down to Ho Chi exactly. Saw their Instagram.
0: They're Instagram famous. They love it, and they see the opportunity. Yeah. I mean, the returns here are they're going to beat anything. The, yeah,
1: eighteen percent is a no- is a big number when it comes to an investment. Yeah. Sure. I mean, I realize that seems like the number everybody throws out right about now. But if you're getting 8 to 12% in a uh, stock market investment, you're okay. doing pretty good. Sure. So 18 sure. to 24%, which is numbers we've seen or heard. And, man, that's... Sure. And, and, and you got to
0: keep in mind, too, that 18%, you may... It, some of that's wrapped up in your appreciation that you haven't realized yet, just like the stock market. And so you're yeah. pl- you're playing the game. You're 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 hoping, and I always say hopes a bad strategy, but you're hoping that that thing continues to do eighteen percent over year over year. But um,
1: but a lot probably of going folks, to grow. No.
0: Sure, sure. I mean, you, that's the hope. Yeah. But a lot of people are the lucky guys, the blessed folks. They built a cabin two years ago, and then now they're looking at. It's like, Oh my God, I can, I can make a home run on this deal. And then, so they're looking at selling, but then if you want to get back in the market, you're getting in the market at the very top. Yeah. yeah.
1: Just like selling, just like selling stock. Just like
2: Selling Dogecoin, you know, literally <laughs> you, you 40,
1: sell it at 41 cents, buy back in at 31. Yeah.
2: For, <laughs> uh, yeah. So are you seeing, uh, so on, on these cabin loans, we're talking probably a normal mortgage 30 years. No, we do all 20 years. You do so, 20 years.
0: So th- that's the difference, too, that's important for folks to understand. If you're lo- if you're dealing with a local community bank, um, us, I'm speaking for us, First State Bank, we're doing 20 years max. Max. Um, so and they're going to be adjustable rates. 10, 15, those are options? You can do those. Yeah, okay. you can do those. Okay. But the the max we're going to do is 20 years. And, and what people don't understand is a lot of times when they go to their whatever Bank of America, whatever, they're going to sell that loan off to the secondary market. Right. And and you're going to hmm. make, make your payments to New York the next three years. And then after that, you're going to pay them to California and you're going to have to do a call center with us. We keep them on our books. It is an adjustable rate and they're going to be higher rates. I understand that. But you're also going to be able to call me when you have a problem. I
1: was going to say you literally can call Tristan. He literally gave you his cell phone number. I mean, earlier. so
2: so we're talking are these are these like situations where, hey, you know, like this month wasn't a good month. You know, I need I need maybe possibly an extension. Sure, maybe I'm going to miss this one. Tristan, sure. you're my, you're my banker. You know my finances. You know what I got going on. Yeah. It, where it's with a bigger bank, that's going on your credit,
0: right? Exactly. exactly. Sure. Good point. The, yeah, the thing that I like to say is it's it's kind of the difference in if you if you drive through a McDonald's or you go to a Bendigo's. If you go to a Bendigo's, it's going to cost a little bit more. But you expect more. You're gonna right. have more, better service. You're gonna have better quality food. Good point. You go to McDonald's. You're gonna drive through there. It's gonna be cheap. You know what to expect. But you're just a number. They don't know you. They don't. You. You can't talk to the manager. You can't. The owner's not sitting in the kitchen grilling your steaks. You We're, don't
1: have the team leader cell phone number. I'm just saying. Yeah. Straight
0: yeah, up. Yeah. <laughs> so, so with us, you might pay more in in, in interest. Yes. But you're also dealing with a human being that understands the market, that understands their circumstances, that sometimes you can't control. Like with COVID, we had a pile of folks that that may not have been cabin owners, but let's say they're they're just workers, and their company they shut them down for two weeks. Well, right, if they don't have a pay check. How can I expect them to pay their payment? I can't. So we're going to work with you. We're we're they don't care.
1: Whereas, if it was a big, big bank, it they would have just, like you yeah. said, it would have went on your credit that Tristan you missed, says, a, missed a payment.
2: Tristan says, "Go home and feed your kids. Call me. Call me in a month when you're back to work." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Big, big bank says, "I eat first. Yeah. 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 So, so are we seeing, or are you seeing as a banker, are you seeing any of these people who are really turning those returns every month, just making money hand over fist, and in turn paying off their loans faster, or do they typically just ride out the course of that loan?
0: I've not seen a whole lot of people accelerate their payments. Um, just due to the nature of owning a cabin, a rental cabin, uh, for instance, the bigger cabins, you know, you've got a bunch of bachelor parties, you've got a bunch of bachelorette parties, things get wild. There's always repairs that need to be done, the hot tub, whatever. Breakage. Yeah. Gotcha. I mean, there's things. Gotcha. And, you know, insurance taxes, all those different things come up. Repairs come up, so so they just let it ride. You know, it's a benefit to them to own it, um, just simply for the tax benefit. You got your all your depreciation. You know, Dave talked about the depreciation and all that stuff. It's a tax benefit, um, and so a lot of them are just riding it out. They're just they're just making their regular monthly payment. Um, building up capital as they need to, because a lot of them are interested in guess what? If they own one, might as well own two. Yeah. So let that cabin pay for the next cabin. Right. And those type deals. Sweet.
2: Okay, I've got one more, one more, and then oh, you ain't bothering
1: me giving us content, brother. So promise. Uh,
2: I, I would just like to, if you have one. We, we've really talked <laughs> about a lot of positives. Yeah. A lot okay. of cool stuff. I'm wondering, is there a horror story? Is there a time? where you as a lender maybe took on a little a little too much risk in it and it turned out not so good for the bank.
0: I think every bank every, every bank's going to have a horror story.
1: Um Is there any you can talk about or is that FDIC cleared?
0: Right? Yeah. No, I'm just so I give an example. So so
1: G14 classified
0: right here. Yeah. You, so I like to say that we kind of live in the Wild West up here. You don't have any codes. You don't have any of We've heard
1: that here occasionally. Yeah.
0: So, so you've got to be very careful on who's going to build your cabin, who your subs are. All, all that stuff is very important. You need to check out who your builder is. You need to check references. You need to call banks, make sure everything's good with them. You need to make sure that um, they didn't get the lots mixed up. Um, I've, I've heard a couple of instances where, you know, a bank is financing a cabin on lot, let's say, 20. Well, oops, they double-marked the... Electric pole, and so twenty is actually double marked, and so they're we're building on the wrong cabin or on the lo- wrong land. No way. Yeah, you bet, and and so that happened. I mean, that's just one of those honest mistakes that happens.
1: What happens when you literally building on the wrong? Do they switch the? Do they or do they have to tear
0: down? What's coming Depends on the character of folk, character of folks that you're dealing with. Oh man. So I mean, I imagine in in, wow. in the instance I've seen, I've seen two of them. One of them worked out just fine. You just do a deed swap. You get this one, you get that one. But I've also seen um, where it's like bank eats a few hundred thousand dollars because they didn't do their due diligence.
2: Okay. Uh, so that, comes, that, that could probably come back on the bank?
0: Oh, yeah. Bank
2: eats that deal. I mean, because that, that's something that just as a, as a common folk, yeah. uh, I've always wondered, you know, just exactly where is the risk for the bank? Because from my perspective as, as someone who gets the money, okay, I put money down so that there is equity to start. So, while there is still risk, there's less risk with the bank, and then if I default on my payments, you know, I get sent to collections where eventually someone gets their money. I guess you only get a fraction of what was actually sure. old when you sell it off. Things like that. So simple,
0: Matt. So let's say you you got a million dollar cab and you put fifteen percent down. So you got one hundred fifty grand in that deal. The bank's got the rest. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so let's say things go real bad. Well, you, you may have lost one hundred and fifty, and let's say nothing got built like it was supposed to, or whatever whatever it may be. Um, the the bank's gonna lose. Wow. Unless well, yeah, after everything's said and done, you foreclose, you got a default, um, you sue the person, you never win,
2: you never get your, no. you never so, get your money. No.
1: so that's the that's the risk you take lending on a building situation sure. versus lending on a cabin that's already sitting there. Sure, construction's
0: risky. Yeah, I mean, it, just the national you know the national appetite for construction loans is not. I mean, it, it it's tough, it's a risky deal. So you really have to understand like our bank um our chairman of the board owner of the bank he monthly goes out and inspects makes sure everything is done nice. this is how far we've come uh you know percentage-wise complete to con- uh, percentage-wise funded so w- we stay on top of that there's there's some banks that don't hmm. um and that's where really you can eat your lunch they, they got five hundred thousand dollars funded you go down and they just got blocks laying on the ground so like, yeah. oh we're in a bind so there's a lot of risk in it but if you if you just manage that risk um, and a lot of folks like that from Dallas because they can't come up monthly right. to, ch- to check on things. Makes and so, so one of the things that we talk about when we talk to our construction guys is like, hey, we're going to go check it out monthly. We're going to take photos. We're going to do monthly inspection reports. If you want a copy of those, we'll email those to you. Um, so just so you know, if you don't have the ability to do once a month inspections, we will. So it's there.
2: And that's the perk of the bank. Exactly. You know, that's the sure. perk of, of we're your here. bank versus exactly. big bank.
0: We, we live here. We invest our money here. You know, I've done a few cabins myself. So we have a knowledge, a working knowledge of what goes into it.
2: So uh, when, when you talk about construction loans and like percent completion versus compl- percent funded. So if if I were to come and get that million dollar loan, put 150000 down, I'm not getting the rest in one check. It's no. going to be like, Hey, dirt work and block is this much. Yeah. And so I'm going to take that draw and I'm going to get that done yeah. and then come back. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. interesting.
0: So you, you know, that 150, that may, most of that may go to your lot purchase. Um, and then, and then we'll hold the rest of that and we'll use your money first. So let's say the lot cost hundred grand, the hundred grand goes to the purchase. Then we hold the 50 grand in, in your construction checking account. And so let's say the first draw for blocks is 50 grand. Well, we'll use your money. And then after that, um, the, the builders we love the most are the ones that have the monthly draws that they have a, you know, they have a, whatever the QuickBooks print out of, this is all the money we spent. This is how much money we need. And so once a month we, you know, hundred grand here, hundred grand there. And, and we just fund it as it goes.
2: That's awesome. Nice. Nice. A lot of cool insights. Yeah, Talking absolutely. To a banker. absolutely. You don't, you don't get these insights anywhere else. I mean, this is, Truly unique to hosting Hochtown. Host I'm just saying.
1: One more time. Give me the con- contact information. Maybe I'm a builder looking to finance something. Maybe I'm an investor. Maybe I'm anywhere in between contact information. Yeah,
0: Tristan Brown. Um, my cell phone number is 580-212-5914. And then my email is tbrown at fsbvaliant.com. So that's like First State Bank, and then Valiant is with two L's. On that note, I'm J. Wesley Lindley,
1: hosting Ho Town with Shiloh Brock Martin. Peace. Let it be, shining light,
0: guide you on through the night so you can see it's all a dream, it'll dream.